I get super excited. Welcome to Thrive of the Fittest. This is well, this what is the first gonna, time. What were you just gonna say? I, I know, but like I saw the little red light come on, and so I was like, I was trying to jump in and do like a real professional introduction and stuff. But I still, I think I still kind of fucked it up just a little no, bit. You're gonna say you're excited about something. I'm, I'm excited. I mean, I do get excited about the Fourth of July. I, I get. Excited. Oh yeah, we were just talking about the Fourth yeah. of July just before we were recording. But yeah, we can, we can keep talking about it. Like I'm. Down. Yeah. Well. I get excited about the grilling and the, uh, you know, very patriotic. Yeah. Uh, every year I actually watch the movie, the Patriot. That's how Patriot. I'm, that's how much more patriotic I am than everybody else. Yeah. For those who haven't watched that movie, have you seen the Patriot? Yeah, but I have, but at first I was thinking about Patriot's day with uh, the Wahlberg one, but the Patriot with Mel Gibson, two very different movies. Patriot (laughs) with Mel Gibson. That's about like, it's a it's an incredible movie, dude. Yeah. And um, my one of my favorite lines, and it's something I even tell clients and shit, but it's one of my favorite lines ever. Was there's this part in the Patriot right where he's Mel Gibson's like son had just got killed, or no, no, the I don't think he got uh, one of his sons that got killed, and the other one was being taken by the guys um, to eventually be executed and stuff was being held as a spy. And so like he takes his other son, the, the British take his other son after just killing his, uh, one of his sons. And then, um, and then what they do is like, is like Mel Gibson and his two little boys are like chasing after him, like in the woods. And they're about to like, just go like kill him all and stuff and get his son back. Right. Um, and so like him and his two young boys, right before like they, they have the, they're, they're out in the trees and they have their rifles and stuff. And he tells the kids, he's like, what did I tell you about shooting? And they're like, aim small, miss small. Right. So you aim for a small spot on someone's body, like the button of their shirt. Yeah. And like, even if you miss, you know, you're still hitting them in the fucking chest. Right. You know, or something. Right. And it's such a great, that's always been one of my favorite quotes, aim small, miss small. Like when it comes to setting goals or anything like that. Right. Yes, dude. Uh, you, you, you set a very specific goal, you know, and even if you slightly miss that, like if you're shooting to get to 8% body fat, even if you slightly miss it one way, like you're at 10, 10%, yeah. right. You know, you try to make, if your goal is to make 10 million, uh, and $100, exactly. You know, you spend yeah. a very specific goal. Even if you like slightly miss that and you only make 8 million, you still made 8 million or some shit. Right. Exactly. So, I love that. It's like, it's just a killer philosophy, right? Yeah. Is that why you watch it every 4th of July? Just for that quote? No, man. I like it. He just goes off of that hatchet. Fucks people up, dude. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. That's American, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, yeah. 4th of July, dude. Good good times to be uh, with good people, good food, good drinks. Um, This is being posted like three days before the 4th of July. So we wish you all a happy 4th of July. Stay safe, yeah. everybody. We're from another country, and we're just being like arrogant prick Americans. Like, yeah. I can tell you that we, we appreciate your country, too, yeah. um, wherever you're at. And uh, God bless you. And, um, you know, we're not we're, – we're also – we love other countries as well. We're not the, we're not the Americans. We just like, and we do have viewers from other countries. Uh, yeah, we've we've so. seen Australia. And we're big in yeah. Poland. Big in Poland. Yeah. We do have a quite a, we have a Polish following. Yeah, thanks, um, Poland. Which makes sense. Which makes sense because makes plenty we, of sense. Yeah, we get the Polish people and then get us. You know, I yeah. feel like. Yeah. Um, Shout out Poland. Shout yeah. out Canada. 
Yeah, shout out to Ireland. I think we had a we had we have yeah. some Ireland people, you know. Irish. Um, yeah, shout out to the Irish. Leprechauns, uh, baby. Yeah, I'd like to. I'd like for us to get a foothold in Colombia because, um, I, I mean, the ladies out in Colombia. I mean, not we. Yeah, just just mostly because of the ladies out in Colombia. I'd like for us <laughs> to get. A- <laughs> Our next episode is going to be just directed towards the the Colombian women. Yeah, then we're, gonna have, we're just going to be speaking through interpreters. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, Bada Thunder, Brandon Straker. Uh, we're on episode eighteen. Uh, I, I made sure to check before this time. I know the last couple episodes I've been unaware, but I know this time for a the fact. number that you become an adult. You know, yeah, where you get yeah. to make your own decisions, and I think that's a great segue into like people deciding to make their own nutritional decisions and dietary. Nice. Things, right? Nice transition, dude. Yeah. I didn't know where you were going with yeah, it. But I brought, <laughs> I brought it back around. And so that's yeah. what we're talking about today, right? Is, is like a lot of times people choose to, to, to do keto and like, or intermittent fasting or something like that. And because it's a relatively new, um, you know, it's become very popular, but because it's relatively new, yeah, you get a lot of naysayers. Hundred percent. Like yeah, some people are gonna look at, look at it like like you're in a cult or some shit, right? Right. Well, you get those people. <laughs> I think we hear it all the time where you'll get like, we'll have, we'll be talking to clients and they'll be like, oh, you know, my sister says like to be careful because it's so unhealthy, or even some people's doctors that know dick about nutrition will say yeah. that shit. You know, like or. Dude. I remember I used to be a nutritionist. <laughs> yeah, dude, I got, a, I had, a, I went, remember I got like a checkup like a year ago or something uh-huh. like that. And, uh, just like a physical and right. doctor's like, yeah, man, I mean, your cholesterol is high, but, um, I mean, you look really good. So <laughs> doing what you're doing. And I was like, yeah, we'll do it, brother. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. <laughs> you know, like it is so funny. Cause it's always like a fat doctor that's trying to sell you when you're in shape. Yeah, dude. You really watch it. And you're yeah. like, okay, bro. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, you know, and, and so that happens, right? Because like we'll, we'll we'll have it happen where someone comes up and they're like, "Well, you know, that's that's gonna kill you." You know, eat bacon like that, or you know, eating cholesterol is is bad for you. Um, and it's really because a lot of for several reasons. Number one, like a, anybody because they read a nutrition book one time, or maybe they went on a diet for four days, or they did a fucking fitness show, or maybe they did a free session with a trainer. Or maybe they know someone who got in shape one time is all of a sudden a fucking fitness expert, right? You know, they're going to tell you exactly what's true about nutrition. 100%. Um, And so you get these people that they'll they'll be telling people, oh, you're doing keto. Well, that's so bad for you because of cholesterol. Or, you know, you're just going to, you know, you may lose weight, but you're just going to gain it back afterwards. Or, you know, you can't fast because... Cheat cheat once and then you gain it all right back. Exactly. And, um... And, uh, or yeah, cheat once and like, you're going to, you're going to gain all the body fat back. That's a, that's a great one. You know, you have one bowl of ice cream. That's a common one too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so like, what do you say to these people? Because first and foremost, like where, I guess we should talk about like, why are people so stuck in these beliefs and why do they think that? Yeah. What do you, what do you tell them? You know, because that's, that's one thing that we want to, anytime we're taking on trying to reach our goals and we're doing something that is not, the same shit that people have done forever. You know, yeah. anytime you're doing a newer method, no matter how backed by science it is, people are going to, people are going to be stuck in old beliefs and false truths and things they've repeated, heard repeated over and over. Totally. Uh, they're going to be naysayers and stuff. And not, 
not to mention the fact, right. That like people also will just talk shit because they don't, you know, they're not happy with where they're at in their life and they're not achieving their goals. They see you taking action, trying something new. And so rather than going and doing the same, it's like, well, I'm going to talk shit about what you're doing. That's a big one. Yeah, exactly. So you're basically, you're just saying like a knowledge level, like yeah, if if you're not knowledgeable of what it is and you're not happy with your, you're just going to talk shit on it pretty much. Right. Yeah, hundred percent, dude. Because people will be like, it'll it'll be people's route to 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 kind of like tear someone else down or or you know criticize them going after their goals versus because they're looking at the, they a lot of times when people see other people chasing their goals and making shit happen yeah. rather than rather than being happy for them and supporting them regardless of whatever the fuck they're doing, you know, yeah, because people will be you know it reminds them of the things they're not doing. Yeah. And just fuck those people, dude. If you yeah. ever, if you're surrounded by anyone like that, you can just yeah. like, just ignore them. Get them out of your Get life. Get them out of your that life is, for sure, is, dude. That is just, that was a total jinx. I think we jinxed pretty hard there, dude. Yeah. And I just called it. So, um, well, I, coke. <laughs> I'll get you plenty of Coke, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> So, so like, what do we say to those people? So first and foremost, I get, I think first we address like, why, why do people think that it's bad? And well, I think first off, yeah. Uh, a lot of people think it's bad because of the way some of people do keto. Yeah. You know what I so, mean? Like, 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 cause like you can do keto, but like we've talked about it before, dude. Right. Keto is not just shove a bunch of cheese whiz down your throat and uh, and you're Pepperoni good. And shit. Yeah, yeah. Pe- and all these processed like foods, hot dogs, like that. Yeah. Like, like uh, those t- people that do keto like that, right, gives it a bad rep. And a lot of people do it like that. Yeah, hundred percent. So, and so that's going to bring in naysayers, obviously, which is not. Yeah the naysayers fault it's the people who are doing yeah. people like that fault yeah 100 percent. you know so if you're a person who's doing dirty keto and living off fucking pepperoni and cheese whiz and shit yeah uh, dipped in sour cream or something like um or fucking you know then then keto maybe keto listen to the naysayers fuck face because you're yeah. yeah you're giving keto a bad rap you know yeah um i think that's but, a big one too like yeah. And that definitely changes people's opinion because rightfully so people may look and not know much about keto, but they do know, but what they do know of it is they see people on Instagram posting pictures of their, of their cheese whiz and pepperoni. And they're like, dude, dude. I don't give a fuck what anybody says that can't be good for you. And that's right. And they're yeah, like, they're yeah. 100% right. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that, so this, like, this is the one time the naysayers are. Yeah. So I guess we're going to like, when it comes to the naysayers there, like we're going to, we're going to, you know, point for the naysayers, you know, yeah, if that's, yeah. you know, um, but that's, that's also, so that's, that's yeah. Now, the main reason though that people, you know, and the main, I guess, misperception about keto, and we can also talk about fasting a little bit too, because we run into it with fasting as well, is that um, it's bad for you because it's fat. So like a lot of people will see people be eating like bacon, eggs, you know, red meat, steak, ribeyes and stuff like that. And they'll immediately be like, you're going to have a heart attack. You can't yeah. keep doing that. You know, like what do you, like that? And they'll say that. Right. Yeah. And so like that's that's the first thing we have to address like there's several different 
ideas and, and things that have been repeated for so many years that they've been just taken as truth that aren't true. And I think that's the big one. And the reason we've been told not to eat those foods is because they're full of cholesterol, right? Yep. And you just said it right there. Like your doctor told you your cholesterol's a little up. And so that's so fucking crazy that that still gets said because here's the thing is it's been scientifically proven that dietary cholesterol does is not linked to heart disease. Like the USDA actually removed it from, um, the, the like daily limits that they used to put on like daily recommendations that they used to give. Um, they don't even have cholesterol on there anymore for dietary cholesterol because they know it's irrelevant. Right. But it's still being repeated in a, and like, yeah, that's just like anything in the fucking that you've learned in the past though. Right. Right. But what's crazy is like with the doctor still saying it, like how are naysayers not going to like kind of get it in their head when they went to their doctor and their doctor told them, well, your cholesterol is a little high. And so it's important for us to understand that it's like, well, why, like, what's the truth about cholesterol? So cholesterol is like what your body uses to make your sex hormones, you know? Yeah. And so like we run into this a lot of times where, you know, people have been told that cholesterol is bad. And, and by the way, like one of the things, remember that book we read by Dr. Jason Fung, the, like the, uh, diabetes like, code? yeah, you have the diabetes code, you have the, the obesity code. And then uh-huh. you also have, um, he also wrote like the complete guide to fasting. And yeah, so yeah. He's the nephrologist and he, um, a nephrologist is like a kidney doctor. And one of the first, you know, parts of your body that goes when you're diabetic is your kidneys. Yeah. And so he began studying nutrition because when he was working on people's kidneys, he found that, um, that he didn't have the knowledge he needed to help diabetic, you know, diabetic people who had failing kidneys. Um, and and the reason he didn't have that nutritional knowledge was he said is that us doctors and medical school, we get an average of about two hours of nutritional education throughout all the medical school. <laughs> yeah. Which is which just blows your mind, right? That's fucking crazy. Like, hey, how long was the last Avengers movie? Three hours. So three hours. So like you have more knowledge about the Avengers than the average doctor does about fucking nutrition, nutrition. dude. That's, you know how that's just an insane stat right there. Just because so many people put all their trust into their doctors like that. Man. Right. And right, I'm not I'm not trying to discount what doctors know, but the simple fact of the matter is a lot of it is you definitely learn anatomy, physiology, but a lot of it is also like a lot of those books are written by the drug companies. Yeah. Uh, and, and then just know, a lot of it is diagnosis and prescribe a drug versus, you know, the latest nu- nutritional information. And so yeah. I'm not saying like, hey, don't take a medicine or anything like that. But, you know, he, this doctor himself said like he had to take it upon himself. And one of the things he found is like when he really dove into cholesterol and there's been tons of books in it. There's another great one called The Great Cholesterol Myth. Uh, but they found that cholesterol doesn't have any effect on heart disease. Um but it is what your body uses to make your sex hormones. And, um, and so like when people like the, the, the larger marker, when you go to your doctor is, is going to be, um, you know, your triglyceride to cholesterol ratio and triglycerides actually come from sugars. Okay. Um, not fats, you know, and, and so it's not that overall cholesterol number. And so that's, yeah so important for people to understand because a lot of people are going to go to the doctor just like you and they're going to get like, yo, your cholesterol numbers up. And it's like, well, what the fuck does that mean? You're over here with the six pack, right? Your triglycerides, I'm sure we're probably pretty low. And it's like, you know, and, and, and yet, 
someone could have low cholesterol and a hundred extra pounds of body fat and, and they're like have one foot in the grave, you know? Yeah, dude. And so, so I think that's the big thing for people to understand is that's why these like high fat diets, something like keto has been so demonized and why people immediately think, well, steak, bacon, eggs, that can't be good for you. Cause it's, and that's because we've been told it's not because of the cholesterol and, it, it, and we got to know that like, that's not the problem. And then beyond that, dude, people go to the doctor like you did and then they get prescribed cholesterol meds, mm-hmm. right? Which prevent your body from absorbing it, which, you know, leads to <laughs> erect hormones and shit. Yeah. Right? And then these same companies that make the statin drugs, the cholesterol medications, they also make the dick pills so the guys can get it up now. So, yeah. I mean, all like, <laughs> it all works together, bro. It's wild. Yeah. No, it's crazy, dude. It's, uh, it's definitely crazy. Um, and, and so d- make sure not to just like let people who, who say that affect your, your attitude and mindset, whether, whether or not you're doing the right thing or the wrong mm-hmm. thing. Cause that's just, I feel like that, that kind of stuff just limits your ability to be consistent with doing it. Right. Right. And we, well, and that's one of the reasons we wanted to cover this topic is you're going to have people that, that want to come up and, and just start. The other thing, like we talked about is like, even if they're not just being a naysayer because they're not where they're at in their life, you have the other people that are like, because they, I think we all know the one girl, one guy who like, all of a sudden decided to do a fitness competition. So they had a sweet Instagram pick and now they're a fucking expert on the human body. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to come in and because you ate bacon, they're going to be like, and you're over here losing weight. They're going to come up and be like, yo, you know, that's really not good for you. And you're not going to be able to exactly like that. And you're like, they got, they got some crazy ego for doing right. That. So whereas they're over here and maybe they're 22 and they're doing their same cookie cutter, you know, program that their personal trainer who trains fitness comp- competition people gave to every single one of their clients. It's the exact same, yeah. you know, and it has, it's not really based off their individual body and their goals. And you get a lot of people that do those competitions and they do those cookie cutter chicken and, you know, um, broccoli oh, and rice shit. diets. Right. And then they come off where they're only eating like a thousand calories a day. They come off and they rebound weight gain 30 fucking pounds. So they have a Real sweet pick that doesn't look anything like it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, and uh, yeah, kind of getting back into that first point we were making, just like when, uh, people have that limited belief about the ketogenic diet, if they're, mm-hmm. they'll say like, Oh, like my, my friend did it and like, yeah, lost some weight, but gained it back real quick too. Um, but it's just like, they don't know how they were doing it or if they're doing it right or wrong. I hear that one a lot on the phone, dude. Well, and you'll, you'll have people that did it for like five days and because yeah, they dropped exactly. their That's carbs, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, they lost like some water weight. Yeah, like they don't base six pounds of water in a week, right? Exactly. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> and, and that's the exact point I'm making. Just like, yeah, don't ever base like your nutritional beliefs based on what your friend did. Cause you don't know if they were doing it right. Like you don't know. Like yeah. It has nothing to do with what you're doing. Well, people's hormones are different. They, but you know, your friend might goals be goals are different, everything. And they might have, you know, they might have more muscle. They might, you know, not have had kids, which affect the, or they might have like more testosterone or they might have like, they might be more insulin sensitive. You know, they, their microbiome might be different. There's so many different factors that go into it. So many, you know, and, um, 
And so like, but people always want to chime in with shit like that, you know, and give their opinion. And what you have to remember is like most people, like they're just regurgitating some bullshit they heard. Right. Yeah. Um, but they don't really have a solid fundamental knowledge. Right. So like you'll go in and, and, um, you know, they heard, you know, and most of it's like zero knowledge, you know, maybe they read a fucking, you know, clickbait blog article on Facebook, or maybe they overheard their trainer, you know, saying it or someone else at the gym saying something or, you know, that, or they watched a documentary on Netflix about veganism and shit or something like that. Yeah. They decided they're an expert when they don't really know if any of that bullshit was true. Not to mention the fact that when people do seek out information on these different topics, there's a severe confirmation bias. And what they do is they look for, um, you know, supports their opinion. You know, um, I don't know. Bill Burr has a great bit on it, but he talks about how like people go to I'm right. I'm right.com. You know, and that's, what, <laughs> that's what these motherfuckers do, dude. Yeah. They go to like, they Google, you know, like they'll be like, they'll Google the, the keto diet is bad. And they'll look at the four top articles about how the keto diet's bad yeah. on Google that are all supporting their, but they'll they'll but then they won't like sit and Google why is the keto diet good and look at the opposing viewpoints and then make an educated decision on like what's true and what's not you know yeah exactly exactly <laughs> everyone so, just wants to be right dude no one wants to be wrong yeah dude and what that's it's that's I think that's such a silly mindset silly mindset for sure dude for sure 100 percent. because you should always be open to learn you should want you should want to you should want to uh you should want a pathway to truth you should want to know what's true rather than to be rather than to be right in a conversation rather than to win a debate you should want to know truth you know what is what is the most true um and I think that's what people should be seeking out, not just seeking out to make sure that like what their that the beliefs that they're entrenched in are are right. You know what I mean? For sure. We should be able to be like not so attached to our beliefs and be able to look and go, what because that's think about how many times that's happened in science and shit. Or like that's what science does. It takes it it decides consistently that what we thought we knew is fucking wrong. <laughs> and like all the time, do with everything. Yeah. I mean, shit, dude, people thought without getting into like the whole flat earthers thing, like, but people did like, uh, people thought for, for years that the earth was flat, you know, and then they found out it wasn't, (laughs) you know, like, and, and I mean, that happens with science all the time is we're always learning that, yo, we're fucking wrong. This is what's true now. Um, and that's what's happened a lot with nutrition, you know, um, specifically like sugar you know um the did you know that up until just recently it said on the american recommendations that you should drink soft drinks are you serious yeah like soda until just yeah soda they said you should drink soda why because it was low in fat dude you know um it's it's really crazy uh, it's like the way it went down so like in the 19 19- I think it was 1950s. I think President Eisenhower had a heart attack, right? Yeah. And and 
more and more and so like the, the government began looking into it more and more people started more and more people were dying of heart attacks by the 1950s and stuff they were noticing it that like uh, that it became like a larger killer and yeah. uh, what they didn't really consider at that time was that you know 20 30 years prior i think antibiotics had been invented and so like less people were dying of infection at, and at earlier ages so more so people were living longer yeah. so since people were living longer more people's hearts were given out. More people were dying of heart attacks. Um, now I'm sure there's other factors that led to it too, you know, probably a more sugar consumption or, or other things. I don't know. Like, uh, but more people were dying of heart attacks. So they decided like, Hey, let's figure out what's causing, what's causing heart disease, what's causing all these heart attacks. And so this, this, uh, researcher named Ansel Keys, his, his thought was that like, he, his theory was that cholesterol was what was causing it, that fat was causing it. And he had this theory because he used to frequent like the Mediterranean islands and, um, and not all there was, there didn't seem to be a lot of overweight people and people dying of heart attacks. People lived to an old age and stuff and they didn't eat a lot of, a lot of like saturated fat there, which is high in dietary cholesterol. And so, um, now what he did is he like, he, he brought this information supposedly like supporting his theory from these countries, um, and he brought it to the World Health Organization to try to try to prove that cholesterol is what's causing heart disease. And then uh, when that happened, they kind of called bullshit. So he went and did like a larger study called the Multiple Co- Countries Study, where he he um, surveyed all these different countries, and it, it was one of the largest epidemiological studies ever. You know, and the problem is though is like in these studies, they just like basically ask people questions. They don't really monitor what they eat. How often do you eat this? How often do you eat that? Like when, you know, and there's right. so many other factors. And then beyond that, like he left out certain cities that ate high amounts of saturated fat in those same areas, you know, off the list. So like his data was completely skewed and they went back and found that like his, none of his information that, that, showed that cholesterol caused heart disease, that it was, that it was off, that it was 50, 50 and whether people had lower high cholesterol. Um, and so like, and, and, but the thing is, is like we based the American diet and our recommendations for all these years and what we educated people on back on that skewed study. Um, and then a lot of other things like in the seventies, um, George McGovern, I think is, is the center was, was campaigning on like, um, on these different health things. And he like took it upon himself. He filed this thing called the McGovern report, which is when we first came out with daily recommendations for the American public. And we started telling them not to eat fat, to eat more carbs and stuff. And people just got more and more overweight. <laughs> and that's what really like, that's what really like escalated the process. Yeah. yeah, dude. And, and really conditioned people to think that fat's bad when up until then, like people didn't, people weren't dying of obesity. It wasn't, obesity wasn't a killer. It, it wasn't, it wasn't the epidemic that it is now. Um, when we didn't worry about eating steak and bacon and eggs and, and sure factory farming and shit like that's played a role, but, totally. but like up until then we didn't be, you know, like even until like the early 1900s, I think it was, people didn't even know what the fuck a calorie was. And it wasn't until people started knowing what calories were and counting calories and then like reducing fat intake that we just blew the fuck up. Right. Which is nuts. nuts. Which is yeah. nuts. People- and this is what all the naysayers, they've been conditioned to believe, oh, fat's bad, yet people are getting fatter and fatter doing this thing and less and less healthy. And that's why they think, you know, hey, can't be eating steak all the time. You know? Yeah. No, it makes perfect sense, dude. So 
and it's it's really what's really wild is to think about like how quickly some shit like that can go out of control you know what i yeah. mean just because th- there's a set of rules in place that you're, you're supposed to do and not supposed to do and then just how drastically it can affect everybody dude well think of think about this shit too like um this and like there's a really good book about it i think it's called the big fat surprise um and it's this chick she's really like detailing ansel ansel keys the dude who did this study she's really like detailing what he like his whole study and talking about how he went about things and i'm not sure how true he was but she sort of painted him to be kind of a smug scientist that didn't like really take anybody else's information seriously and shit. Yeah. Um, and just was so entrenched in his beliefs and proving that he was in like, right. Even to the point where like being right, even to the point with like leaving shit out of his study. But, um, think about this. That's that one guy right there. I wonder how many deaths related to obesity and diabetes are were like, you know, would have never happened had that guy, not taken that route and published that study and had had like um you know different congressmen and had lobbyists from the sugar companies not paid people to say fat was bad and stuff like that had not all these things happened to tell people that fat was bad and that sugar was good imagine how how many people wouldn't have died and how many like how many people that killed wow that's uh put a lot of pressure on this guy well, I mean, just in general, not just him, but some of the other people. No, I know, I know. <laughs> that, like that, even some of the dirty politicians that accepted fucking money and stuff like that to make those recommendations and shit. Like, for sure, that's like it's a whole other. We look at we look and we go like, how many people were killed in the Holocaust? To shit, right? Um, a lot of people. When we look at Hitler, like he was like one of the worst people to ever you know live, right? Yep. Um, I mean, quite frankly, like these things that happened right here that changed the public perception and caused obesity and diabetes, the amount of people that that killed, I'm has to like, there's no way to track it, but it has to dwarf that fucking number, dude. Wow. What a comparison, you know, bold comparison. It's fucking crazy. huh? (laughs) Yeah, dude. (laughs) So we're not telling you to call the naysayers Hitler and shit, but maybe like a little bit, you know, like, wow. What if we get people to actually say, if if someone's saying, oh, keto is just a fad. All right. Yeah. All right. Fucking Hitler. Hitler. <laughs> right, Stalin, piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So what, what about the people that do say it is like, it's a fad? The keto is a fad? Yeah. You know, I think you just got to look back at like human history. You know, if you look at like the Inuit and several of the different warrior tribes, you know, um, specifically warriors in most cultures ate primarily organ meat. Yeah. Super high fat with like low carbohydrates, you know, um, you know, the biggest, strongest people and, and, you know, a lot of, and so like the, the beyond that, you know, like there's a lot of just like, um, anthropological, you know, um, proof to show that it's, it's, a superior way of eating in a lot of ways. Um, plus people weren't eating all the the sugar and the processed foods and stuff like that back then either. You know, that was kind of what humans had to eat. You know, humans had fruit, vegetables, meat, and fat. You know, there wasn't all this other bullshit and we evolved and survived and continued to change and develop, you know? Yeah. Um, and then 
we invented all these other things in fucking labs that are processed and chock full of all these different nutrients, like uh, just just poisons and stuff. Yeah. And it's yeah, and it's killing people, and they're getting fatter and fatter and fatter, which is something that just hadn't really happened with human beings up until now. Right. Which I mean, is yeah, it's just kind of when you think of it that way, it's just common sense at that point, dude. Yeah, it shouldn't be that big of a fucking debate, right? That like that you know eating a steak is <laughs> something that we that we ate you know throughout the course of human history uh is that bad for you compared to like your you know granola or <laughs> your fat-free yeah. fucking yogurt or whatever you know like that's just it, it i don't understand how people just don't like put two and two together sometimes you know yeah this is what, you know, human beings were meant to eat. It'd be like, if we decided all of a sudden to tell the lions, the antelope cause heart disease and stop fucking eating them, then you start eating leaves. You know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, this whole conversation just goes to show you too, how significant your nutrition is and just your long-term health and, uh, and just getting results in general, dude. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's, the most important thing by far, like 100% exercise yeah. is, is very important, you know, but yeah. like, quite frankly, like you, you can get incredible results out. without even going like working out, you know, like I've, yeah. I've seen, it's not something I would recommend. I think you need to work out for, but some people you know, physically can't dude. Yeah. Yeah. Some people can't. I mean, shit, we had that, we had Tom, right. In our Tom, group, our, yeah. our reset you group. Yeah. Who, he's so dropped something like 170 pounds at this point. Yeah. You know, physically can't work out. Yeah. It's in nuts. what, 12, 14 months? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. And the doctor wasn't even pumped. His, his wasn't even pumped with him doing keto at first either. And then yeah. he dropped 170 pounds. And before he did that shit, the, uh, I mean, the doctor said he had like six months to live or something. Six, yeah, six months to a year to live. Yeah. And, he, and he's like. Meanwhile, it's been, it's 14 months later and he's down 170 pounds. Killing it, dude. He's still so crushing, bro. Most consistent dude I've ever seen nutrition wise too. It's awesome. Yeah. And he just logs it and posts it every single day, dude. And so, um, so I think, and he's eating good foods too, dude. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's over here eating steak and stuff like who's going to co tell him, you know, I would love to hear the naysayers come tell him and be like, yo, you know, you got to stop doing it. It's not sustainable when he's over here having done it well over a year and lost 170 fucking pounds of shit. After he was told he had six months to live. Right. Yeah. Yeah. When, when people are telling you, yeah, it's not sustainable to just like eat real food, you know, bacon and eggs and fish and (coughs) crab lobster and, and, you know, Hey, it's not sustainable to eat things that human beings have always eaten what yeah you know it's not sustainable if you're being a little bitch you know yeah. you want to fucking live off if you want to live off fucking nachos and cookies yeah it's not sustainable you know <laughs> it's also not sustainable to just only eat fucking you know asparagus and like a half a chicken breast every day you know like that's not sustainable yeah. you know eating real food consistently and not like doing this other like meal prepping six meals of chicken and broccoli that you're eating like four days later out of Tupperware that smells like someone's shit in the Tupperware. That's not sustainable, dude. Fuck that. You know, hundred percent, bro. hundred <laughs> percent. Dude. I just, got, I just got a spam call, bro. I hate these spam calls. Did you completely yeah. irrelevant to this conversation, but I'm sick and tired of it, bro. You know what, dude, I'm going to be honest with you. It pisses me the fuck off too, because now they're coming at you with like, the local numbers and shit, you know, and you're like, Oh, and now I don't even want to, 
I don't want to answer the phone and deal with it, you know? So like sometimes there's a local number that calls me and maybe it's something, but most times it's not, dude. I don't know how, you know, what's even crazier is like, I'll get people that will call me and they'll be like, yeah, I got a call from this number. And I'll be like, it's a different number, dude. Yeah. And I'll be like, I'm looking at my outgoing calls and I never called that fucking number. And I know for sure that I didn't. and, And I'm looking and I'm going like, what? So somehow these motherfuckers are like, manipulating the system to be able to have it come up your number and yeah. dial those phones. Dude. And I've done the same thing where I've called someone back and been like, yo, I got a call from this. And they're like, I didn't call you. I don't know what you're How, oh dude, I know it happens all the time, bro. And, and like me and my, uh, me and my boy, uh, Spencer will be like sitting on the couch and we're from the same area. And, um, like I'll, I'll get a call that is like super similar to my phone number and mm-hmm. I'll hang up. Uh, and then like five minutes later, he gets a call similar to his number, but it's the same exact person. That, dude, that's was my mind. It just starts with the same three digits and then the, the last four are different. Um, but dude, we got to, we should be naysaying those people. Yeah. That, well, you know, fuck them, together and say, like who, what kind of piece of shit makes a living doing something like that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how do you? How do you live with yourself? Oh, I give it to them, dude. I give it to them when 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 they call me and I and it's a real person. Do I, don't, I don't I don't hold do back. I don't hold back, dude. I, I it's I know we cuss on this podcast, but it, it's just not um yeah not safe. Not even appropriate for here. Not appropriate for here. That's, that's dude, when you've when you've reached the level where you're you're not even appropriate enough for thrival the fittest. <laughs> that's how bad it is. Yeah, man, that's, that is bad. Dude. Well, dude, if you're fucking calling me 7 PM on a Friday night, like go to yeah. hell. I'm going to, I'm going to take my time and cuss you yeah. out to make sure you know yeah, you're dude. a bad person. Yeah, dude. That's worse than fucking, <laughs> that's where it's worse than taking a dick pic while you're taking a shit. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Not the first thing that came to my mind, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Yeah, me either. Me, it didn't come to my mind first either. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> well, dude. I mean, do we have any anything else to say to the naysayers? Mm. Well, I think the important thing to do when you're communicating with these people is like, first, you know, you got to look and go, well, where's this coming from? Is this is this just another dipshit that like did a little something maybe? dropped five pounds once or whatever. Are they in worse shape than me? Why, like, why are they trying to give me advice? Yeah. Are they just trying to participate in the conversation? Is it because they're coming from a place of like, they're not taking action? Are they fatter than me? And they're over here not doing anything in their life. So they're trying to tear me down. Where's it coming from? And then you, you want to have an open dialogue about like, what, you know, the easiest way is you got to ask questions when you're communicating with these people. Why is it that you believe that? And when you begin to ask questions rather than just getting to this place where you're going back and forth of that's bullshit, you know, that's not even fucking true. And you're just doing that. Like, no, nothing happens. You know what I mean? And when it comes to this, we're, we're legitimately talking about like when we were just talking about, I know we were joking, talking about how many people probably died because of these motherfuckers, but it is your opportunity when you do have a naysayer to open a dialogue about something that might be very, you know, that not even might be, that could be very, will be very beneficial if they give it a shot, even if it's not full on keto, making these types of nutritional changes, intermittent fasting and some of these other things that um, they may not believe in. So like have the conversation with them, right? 
but ask questions. Why do you believe that? Yeah, what science backs that up? Let's let's dig into it and look at it. Look at it from both points of view together and see see where you come from and really talk to them. Recommend some books like the Great Cholesterol Myth, like we talked about, like Dr. Jason Fung's books, and really dig into the science and, and fact based. Um, you know, fact-based arguments um, so that people can understand that like, you know, you're not just doing it because so-and-so lost some weight or you heard it was good, but because there's real science, new science, and that not to, and, and to just go, Hey, let's, let's look at this and understand that like, why do you believe that? Do you believe that just because that's what's always, you've always heard and what's always been said? Yeah. Or do you believe that because you looked at the science on both ends and that's the conclusion that you came up with that makes most sense to you? Yeah. Yeah. If it's not a constructive conversation, you just don't let it get to you. Don't right. Let it, don't let it hinder you from progressing personally. Cause that's all a naysayer is trying to do is they're trying to bring you down. Unless, yeah, dude. Like, unless they're coming at you with facts, which are going to be false, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You just know, let us know. Many times they are in, in, you know, like, so like, don't, sometimes you're going to deal with people. Like sometimes you aren't going to be able to have an open dialogue and they're just going to be entrenched in their belief and they're just going to argue with you, you till the bitter end. At that point, you just kind of got to go, kind of got to go like, don't let them affect you, you know, be confident in, in, in what you know and what's working for you. Yeah. And, and and then sometimes you just got to go, well, fuck it, dude. You know, you believe what you do, what you want to do. I'll do what I want to do. We'll see how it works out, man. Exactly. Good luck. You know what I mean? Um, you know, and, and you can just, you know, agree to disagree if you're people that like still have a, re- if they're a positive, still positive person and stuff in your life, if they're a naysayer because they're not and they're jealous, they're just a little, you know, hater ass bitch. Then like then at that point you can tell them to like kick rocks, you know? I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I feel like I remember, like, before we started doing Reset You and Keto and all that stuff, you know, uh, you know, way back in the day, I remember people saying, like, oh, dude, there's no way that's healthy. But then, like, the same people are, are, are commenting on my pictures of looking all <laughs> shredded and shit. You're like, They're like, hey, can you help me with my nutrition plan? Yeah, yeah, dude. Or all these people. That's what's thing. Like keto is the most searched term or something like that in Google last year. Is it? I think it was like one of them. I don't doubt it. You know, and and so you know, with that, like the it goes from being something where you know when we first started talking about intermittent fasting and keto several years ago, people were just like, oh my god, they can't be good for you. You know, now everybody like so many people are on the bandwagon, and it just goes to show like you know, either people are becoming more educated or they're, they're, they're bandwagon hoppers. They're, you know, they're in that space where they still haven't learned shit about it more, but they're like, well, everybody's doing it. So it can't be that bad. Yeah. And and I'm fat now. (laughs) And then, you know, and like people seem to be losing weight. So fuck it, you know? (laughs) And, and, uh, and they're just hopping on what everybody else is fucking doing. Just, and that's the big problem, man, is most people, they don't do the homework. They don't look at the information. Um, they just outsource their thinking to other people and just regurgitate whatever the fuck they heard without really knowing anything just to try to sound smart to yeah. someone else. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And look for a quick fix too. Yeah. And you never want to do that. You don't want to like the way you live your life. You don't want to just like, I don't believe that you just, you don't want to make your decisions and based on, you know, just some bullshit that you heard someone else say. And I also don't believe that you want to make your decisions, um, 
you know, I also don't want to, I don't think we want to communicate. I think we should really think about our opinions on shit and what we tell other people rather than just regurgitating shit that sounded good that someone else said that maybe made a little sense to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. Oh yeah. (laughs) All right, bro. That was a good podcast, dude. Good podcast. Good message to the naysayers. That's what we're going to title yeah. this. A message to the naysayers. The yeah. keto naysayers. Yeah. Naysayers. Fuck you most of the time. Unless, yeah. That's unless. what. That's really what we mean by <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's really all you got to tell but, Yeah. Unless that first thing we <laughs> talked about, about if you're uh, Yeah. So I said, fuck you most of the time. Unless, you know. <laughs> unless, unless they're cheesy. You're about the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're talking about the dirty keto dickheads, you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, well, thanks for tuning in to episode 18. Make sure to send this to Akito Naysayer because we're talking to them. Um, but we're also talking to you. We want to make sure that you're uh, you're doing your thing and you don't give a fuck what anyone is saying to you. Yeah. Right. The shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Have a great 4th of July, everybody. Peace. Bye, guys.